What's going on, guys? Welcome to the ProGK Academy podcast, bringing you your weekly dose of goalkeeper news. In today's episode, I wanted just to break down little things you guys can do to gain confidence prior to a game or a big trial that you have over the weekend. Days pass, day pass, outlast, sweet last, forever now, everlast like I'm boxing now, smoke in the air cause I'm blowing out. What's going on guys, my name is Omar Zini, I'm the head trainer and founder of ProGK Academy, and I'm going to be your host throughout this episode. In today's episode, I wanted to discuss something that a lot of you guys have been asking me on Instagram and YouTube, and that is, you know, I have a big game this weekend, a lot of coaches are going to be there, college coaches, national team scouts are going to be there, how do I ease my nerves and play to my best ability? And I think it's one thing to obviously be nervous And another thing, to let those nerves affect the way you play. For me, I've always been a proponent over the years of if you train well, you're going to play well. Of course, there are a lot of unknown factors and variables that can transpire throughout a game that you're going to have to react to and you probably won't be able to see those or replicate those in practice. But I truly believe that your confidence should come from knowing that you've prepared well and that you've put yourself in the best physical and mental situation to really maximize your potential over that weekend in that game. And with that being said, that's kind of where I want to start this discussion. I think a lot of us can become overwhelmed, can be filled with nerves when we know that a college coach or national team scout will be at our game. And that can kind of cause us to do things differently than we normally do. And remember, the reason why you're on these college coaches, national team scouts radar is because you've done everything you possibly can to that point to kind of stand out from other goalkeepers and to stand out from other players. And so when you're faced with these new obstacles, these new situations, don't change the fundamentals of who you are. For example, if you have a big test on a Friday and you start studying on that Monday, you're not going to change the core principles that you have when studying for a regular exam. What you might do is you might notice that there's a few things that you need to work on that you need to really double down on, and that's what you'll do. So with goalkeeping, it's the exact same thing. You don't change the core principles or the fundamentals that you have in preparation for these kind of games. What you might do is, hey, you know what? I might have issues with my front dive. I might have issues with crosses. So you focus a little bit more on those things, but you don't change who you are. And I feel like that's what a lot of us can end up doing. So just remind yourself that if you have a routine, if there's certain things you do to prepare yourself to get you confident for that game, don't change that at all. And I promise you over that weekend, you're going to feel so much more comfortable knowing that you've done everything possible to get your mind right and your body right for that moment. And now I want to share with you guys a story from my playing career to help you guys kind of understand why I wanted to address this issue. So I was 15 years old playing for the LA Galaxy Academy. And for those of you guys who aren't familiar with the Academy system, there's something called the Academy Showcase. I'm not sure if they still have it now, but back then they did. So pretty much the reason for these showcases is so you can email college coaches and you can tell them, hey, I'm playing on field five at three o'clock, please come out and watch. And so I was 16 years old, a junior in high school, and a lot of these coaches were reaching out to me. Coaches from New Mexico, coaches from Berkeley, Stanford, UCLA, and they had told me that I had been on their radar and that they wanted to come watch me play. So I was super excited, but at the same time, my mind flipped from having fun and doing what I normally do to, okay, this is my chance to really stand out from other goalkeepers. This is my chance to really show them that I know that I could play at the next level. And so that's the mindset that I took in to training on the days prior to the game. I tried to do things that were more spectacular. Instead of catching balls, I was trying to push them away 
for crosses that I can easily call away on or that I normally call away on, I was trying to come out and make a play on them. And I kept making more and more mistakes, giving up more and more rebounds that led to goals in training. So on the days prior to the game, obviously with hindsight now, I was looking back and now I know why I didn't have confidence. But in the moment, you're kind of just looking for answers and trying to figure out why I don't have that same feeling that I normally do. So I said, okay, I have a game over the weekend. I'm not going to let this get me down. So I get to the game and I said, okay, as long as I have a good warm up, I'm going to feel confident and I'm going to play extremely well for these coaches. And normally in my warmups, I love playing 4v1. I love talking to my teammates and just making jokes, kind of taking the edge off the game. But this time I was more reserved. I had my headphones in, had my head down, and I kind of had this macho mentality as if, you know, if the coaches are watching me, they're going to see a guy with confidence. They're going to see a guy with his chest pumped out. And to me, that was just so out of character and it just wasn't me. But I said, okay, whatever. This is what the college coaches want to see. And that was my first mistake. And in life as well, if you try and act accordingly to how other people are going to you know, view you, that's when you're going to feel less confident and you're not going to feel like yourself. You're going to feel like you're acting, uh, trying to be somebody else. So as the warm-up is coming to an end, I've come to the realization now that I've got 10 minutes of the game. I'm seeing the college coaches pull up their chairs and sit behind my goal or near my goal. And it's kind of becoming more and more real now. And again, that confidence is shot. I'm thinking to myself, okay, you're going to have to just do something spectacular. Just get out there and really show these coaches why you deserve to be on their team next year. So the game starts. And just like I prepared, I start making these terrible judgment calls. Clearly, my defense is there to win the headers on crosses, but I'm coming out and trying to make a play on things that I have no business coming out for. There was even one play where they crossed the ball in, and I came almost all the way to the 18, and I had to punch it because if I would have caught it, I would have landed outside the 18. That was one mistake. The second one, they shot a ball, and one that was right at me, and I tried to make an amazing save. I pushed the ball away, and I swung my legs up. And it was an easy catch, which at the moment I was like, oh, that was so cool. That was awesome. But as my teammates were looking at me, kind of like, dude, catch the damn ball. And then there was one cross that I'll never forget. They crossed it to the far post. It was going out of bounds, swinging completely out of bounds. No one's going to touch it. And I push it out for a corner kick. And I fell to the ground. I look up and I see my parents kind of sitting there like, what the hell was that? That ball was clearly going out of bounds. Why are you touching that? And my parents obviously knew the context of why I may be nervous or why I may be doing things that are out of character. And my dad kind of like mouthed to me, get it together. What are you doing? And so again, as you can see, things just kind of spiraled out of control. Probably 15 minutes later, I was at the top of my 18, not as focused as I should have been. They took a shot from half field. Granted, it was one of the best shots I've ever seen. It hit the crossbar and then it hit me and it went in. But as I was running back, I kept thinking to myself, oh my God, oh my God, I'm, I'm about to get shit from half field. And yeah, a few seconds later, they score. And I kid you not, almost three, four minutes later, I saw every single college coach that was there to watch me pick up their chairs and leave. And I never heard from them again. I mean, not, not, not surprising now, but in the moment I was devastated. I said, okay, hopefully they saw enough to want me on their team. But I never got a call, never got a message, never got an email, nothing from any of those coaches ever again. So the reason why I want to tell you guys this story is because I've lived it. Uh, This is probably one of the most severe cases that I've ever had to go through and probably the one that I had to learn the most from. But 
I'm sharing it with you so you guys don't let it happen to you. So remember, if you're already on these coaches' radar, there's not much else you can really do. All you can do now is go out there, prepare like you normally prepare, go through the same routine, and just have fun with it. There isn't much you're going to be able to learn in those three or four days that's going to change you substantially. All you're really going to be doing is adding more to your game, but you're going to be overthinking things as well if you try and force it. So let it happen naturally. Go out there, like I said earlier, just double down on things that you might need help with, whether it's your front dive technique, crossing, distribution, all that stuff. But as long as you fine tune it and you feel sharp, that's the number one thing I want you guys to remember because it's so much easier to be yourself. If you try and be somebody else to impress other people, it's you're never going to feel comfortable doing it, okay? So just remember that. You guys, if you guys like this podcast, please share it with your friends and follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at ProGK Academy. And lastly, if you love to train but can't afford a trainer, you should check out our solo training program. With 40-plus drills, voiceover assistance, and how-to graphics, there are endless possibilities. You can visit ProGKAcademy.com for more information. Your love is a misconception. Tell you how I feel, no efforts. Like how the wind blow or how the trees grow. I'm feeling for you every second. Can't deny that my heart is a weapon. Aiming for you, I'm aiming for you. Starting to lose, I was starting to lose. But I pick myself right back up again, started to find.